Hello once again everyone, it is JB, Tula and Theo's dad, and we are back. In your ears, your earphones, your laptops, wherever you may be, we hope you're enjoying it. We're working on communicating and connecting as we are all now Bank Street at home. Today is Monday, April 27th, 2020, and this is your Monday Memo. Jed, how are you? Uh, we're doing okay, great. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. It's hard to believe we're uh, starting week five of Bank Street at home. It's been over a month of being in this way and uh, continue to be learning a lot and uh, feeling the fatigue and the uncertainty, but uh, you know, we're doing okay. Thanks for asking. Uh, you know, I, I, this has been great for me. I, I, I'm with you. I, it's hard to believe that we have moved along these weeks as we have and, and from a basically, hey, we need to do a thing to what it has become in the course of five weeks without a curriculum that was dedicated over decades and crafted, it's pretty remarkable. And, and I've been impressed by the kids and I've been impressed by the teachers, the administrators, but again, once again, a community I'm thrilled to be a part of. Have there been, uh, before we get into the uh, looking forward, has there been uh, evolutions that we're proud of or that we liked from last week that we're looking forward to incorporate? Or where are we basically in, in the evolution of that curriculum? We are, you know, past the pilot phase. We're into school at Bank Street at home. And um, yeah. I think that we're learning a lot. Um, the upper school is in a really good place with a predictable schedule. Um, we've begun to introduce more of the components of school that existed before, like affinity groups, where kids can uh, gather, with, for example, kids of color at lunchtime. Um, and, uh, and so there's opportunities for socialization in addition to the courses that they're taking. Um, we've, in the lower and middle school, begun to introduce more small group work and, and um, differentiated components of instruction to try to meet kids where they are. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that, the, that what we're doing is, is how we're going to be for a while. Um, this past week was the culmination of a really great highlight in the, in the nines, tens, Every year we have an author in residence uh, through, a, through an endowment called the Dorothy Carter Fund, who was actually the first African-American professor at Bank Street College. And she, uh, her family endowed a fund so that every year we bring in a renowned uh, children's author to spend time with our fourth graders and do a residency. We were able to do that this year virtually. Jerry Kraft, who just won the Newbery Prize for his book called New Kid, spent time with our fourth graders. And... It was great. They got to spend really intimate quality time with a very successful author. And, uh, and so there's, there's really good work that's happening across the school as we, as we all adjust to being in this way. And again, that's, I mean, that is remarkable to be able to spin it up like that, to be committed to it, to not abandon principles and ideas about that in an environment in which it, it might just be easier to check out, throw some videos up and call it a day. So uh, just a remarkable team, Jed. I mean, I really, and I say that week in, week out, because, uh, you know, as a parent and as a person in this environment, I am looking for touchstones that keep some sort of grounding in my world. And work has it for me, uh, but my kids are a key part of that. And the school for them is a key part of that. So it's just nice to feel brought into this world, into this community, connectedly, even though it's via all these wires and gadgets also, which I do love, by the way, I'm a tech guy. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I have a lot of feelings, but anyway, thank you for that. The team is incredible. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I feel that 
any organization is only as good as the people and of the many wonderful aspects of the Bank Street community, the, the quality of the teachers, the educators, the families is really top notch. And again, I think it's really important to note that we didn't sign up for this. This is not the mode of existence that any one of us wants or desires. And um, it's really a, it's, it's, it's a testament to people's perseverance and creativity and, and, and everything to, to know that we're doing as well as we are under these conditions and really trying to find ways to connect with every child and every family. So agreed and I appreciate your acknowledgement of that. I also wanna mention that in the letter that I'm sending home this afternoon, uh, we've been working really hard as a, as a leadership team and as a faculty to articulate the beliefs that undergird what we're doing right now, because it's a little bit like the, the Goldilocks syndrome where, you know, depending on who you talk to, uh, there's a sense that we're doing too much, uh -huh. not enough, or just the right amount. And that's just the reality of, of everyone's unique circumstances. And, and so it's hard to try to meet everybody where they are. Uh, and so as a, as a leadership team and as a faculty, we've really tried to articulate a set of 11 guiding beliefs that articulate the why behind the what of what we're doing. And so in my weekly Dean's letter that's coming out uh, today as well, uh, you'll be seeing what we've articulated as sort of the guiding principles behind Bank Street at Home. And some might ask, why didn't we have those when we started? And the reality is that we, we've lived into them as we've really become clearer about what matters most during these really extraordinary times. Yeah, you know, Jed, come on. You guys really should have had a mission statement ready for a pandemic that turned an active progressive school into a remote school for those families scattered throughout yeah. the country. You, you know, I have learned that some <laughs> schools have had a pandemic clause in their, in their uh, enrollment contracts for a while. And wow. uh, they were very prognosticative. So uh, you, you, you joke about that, but there's some people who are more, who are more uh, uh, forward in their thinking than we have been. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I, honestly, my, I didn't, I let my family down. We did not have a pandemic playbook. So I don't, at least I'm aligned with that. Um, uh, so you talked about the things that we are doing and all those exciting things and the team that has made all that possible. Uh, and we've been bringing some guests in. Yeah. Uh, we have a member of that team in now to talk more about the things we're going to connect about uh, as we go through this playbook. Yeah, we do. So, I mean, I, so one of the guiding principles is that this moment in time requires flexibility to allow adults to do their best work. And so we're really grateful to the community for allowing us to postpone spring conferences for a couple of weeks while we got used to being this in this mode. And it gave teachers more time to see how kids are adapting to the online format. Uh, and in order to prepare for conferences, which will be happening over the next few weeks, um, we felt that it was really important to give our homeroom teachers time to prepare. And so this Friday, May 1st, our homeroom teachers are not going to be teaching classes as they would be typically. And instead of having it be a day off for kids, we've, uh, we've tapped the brilliance and the energy of our after school and summer staff, as well as some of our specialists. So I've got Laura Guarino, our associate dean extraordinaire on the line here. And, and uh, Laura has been working with this team to plan out a fun-filled day for Friday the, the first. So Laura, you want to tell us a little bit about what, what, what's cooking? Absolutely. So um, as you've already mentioned, Jed, we are working closely with our team of specialists who um, 
in the upper school have actually had access to kids in the early iterations of our program it was more um we were more easily able to kind of transition them to the online synchronous platform which is sort of the in-person platform but the lower and the middle school have really been missing the direct access to their specialists so when we had this opportunity to give our classroom teachers time to prep we thought it was a wonderful chance for us to actually highlight the importance and, and the healing power of the arts the specials and then also the recreational activities that our after school and our summer camp programs could add to the mix so we are going to host our first ever arts and recreation day maybe there'll be more to come we'll see we're thinking about sort of what this could mean even for some virtual field day but we're starting off next friday and it'll be from nine to four we will have a combination of some outside vendors that we're really excited about so we have the structure of the day and we're still filling in the pieces but what we do know so far far is that we will have at, um, at least one all school event and that is a magician who's prepared to do a show for the younger end of the school and the upper end of the school we have the giant room who do our after school classes and provide our makerspace work for kids and they're going to be available with all ages uh, Hex and Company is where we have our chess program now, and they have managed to do a virtual chess program for our after-school program online with Bank Street at Home. They're going to be participating. We are also going to have our karate class teachers come and do some karate with kids, and Dynamo Girls, which is a, a self-esteem for girls through sports program. And so those are the outside vendors that will be um, engaging. In addition to that, we've got our specialists who will be doing art workshops. So Maria um, will be doing some puppet making, music in the lower school, some sing-alongs. We have some coding courses that we'll be offering. Uh, Schuber is, uh, has agreed to do some lower school Spanish interactive games, color bingo, animal charades. The PE department is going to be doing some yoga and mindfulness and some fitness workshops for the older kids. And the one that we're still trying to nail down, we're really hoping we can get, is something called Art Farm. It actually doesn't have anything to do with art. It's more about the farm. And that's actually a virtual visits to live animals um, and a guided tour through that. So um, there's also some, as we've been checking in with some of the kids to see what they're interested in doing, we're also hearing that they might be interested in doing some karaoke or dance party. So stay tuned to see whether or not that makes it on the menu. But we're very excited. So we will be sending out a registration form this Wednesday in the virtual backpack and we'll be asking parents to sign up. There'll be opportunities to look at what the options are, discuss that with your children. We will be indicating the age level that each activity is appropriate for and what level of adult supervision is required for that activity so that parents can plan their days accordingly. So we look forward to a first ever Arts and Recreation Day, May 1st. Sounds like a lot of fun. A virtual magic show offered twice for both uh, ends of the school, the younger students and the older students. Almost like being in the Tabas Auditorium during, during uh, fall fair. That was my thought was the fall fair double billing. Uh, but I can also say that that run of day is one of the, like, I don't know what the kids are doing, but I, I guess I'm not gonna get a lot of work done on May 1st, which, you know, was always touch or go anyway. Uh, exciting stuff. And if karaoke makes the list, I think everything will be uh, well met. Laura, how did this come about? How did, how, that's an enormous day to put together. What, have we been trying to stack that up for a while or what was this, what got us there? Well, different pieces we've been stacking up. So as I mentioned, you know, the after school program went to the virtual Bank Street at Home. 
Um, so they, they are already running, running some of those programs. Um, our specialists have been chomping at the bit to get access to our lower and middle school kids. They miss the kids and the kids miss them. And they're, we know, you know, in, in the regular school day, Bank Street is known for emphasizing the importance of the arts. The specialists are not the add-on, they're at the heart and soul of what we do. And so get, having an opportunity to give kids the chance to, to do that, um, knowing that fun and engaging activities is also what we all need right now. Everybody's going through uh, a traumatic experience. This is, this is a, a challenge for sure. And I, I would agree with everything that's been said. Our teachers are rising to the challenge. Our children are rising to the challenge. But having an opportunity to connect socially is probably one of the things that they miss the most. So having these kinds of activities that might even be able to link older and younger kids. I forgot that one of the other things we're working on is potentially having older kids read stories to younger kids. Um, and there's been some talk of whether or not we could maybe even organize some virtual babysitting that could go on over weekends of older kids with younger kids. Because we do know that while parents are juggling, trying to get their work done during the work week, that if they, they don't always accomplish that. And so if there's some older kids that could be engaged with younger kids on a weekend, that might actually give some parents some extra time. So we're using this as a chance to just sort of brainstorm all the ways in which we might be able to support our community even more fully. Fantastic. Uh, Jed, are you excited about May 1st? Sounds like a lot to be excited about. May Day, yes, indeed. I, uh, I'm gonna get my, my yoga on and uh... <laughs> Um, yes, it'll be fun to pop in and out of these sessions. Oh yeah, I've always, I've always wanted to teleport, and now uh, now I have a chance. Uh, it's uh, you know it sounds a little um, self-serving, but that run of um, karate, magic, chess, Dynamo Girls is Tula's <laughs> week. So I want to thank you personally uh, that you built a curriculum that's going to keep her pretty happy she was she was on our board of advisors for, for arts and <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm sure she had a lot to say uh she was not shy about that uh so that's great coming up may 1st before that we have tomorrow bank street connects what's on tap for tuesday yeah so as you all know or might know um every tuesday 4 30 to 5 30 we run bank street connects which is our community uh, gathering place We've had three great sessions to date, sometimes informational, sometimes recreational, always communal. And, uh, and this week, tomorrow, we have Randy Auerbach, who is actually a new parent of a child who's entering the three fours, who's a psychologist who works at Columbia, whose specialty is around mental illness for children and adolescents. And so he's going to be holding court with our community for an hour to talk about uh, what are some of signs of mental health concerns at home in general, but certainly how those things can be exacerbated during these very stressful and, as Laura said, traumatic times. And so uh, he'll be sharing some of his insights from his research and also really availing himself of his wisdom for parents and other community members to ask their questions. So it's, it'll be a good one. And I, it's, he's a really smart, thoughtful Guy, he's worked with our leadership team already this uh, this year, and uh, I feel like the the his his expertise really can uh, come to bear during these moments. That is great. Uh, that will be great. That's four thirty Eastern time. Bank Street connects uh, another member of the community that will just share insights and deep expertise and knowledge. We look forward to that. Jed, is there any other thoughts before we head into what's now obviously a big week with the next couple of days coming up? I just want to say. You know, I, I heard this the other day, and I think it's important to name it, but if the, if the entirety of a child's experience in school from kindergarten through 12th grade 
is afoot, it's important to have perspective that these three months that we're in are the equivalent of a quarter of an inch. And so for folks who are feeling anxious about loss of learning and what the children are not getting, I think it's really, really important, and you'll see this in the, in the guiding principles that we're sharing in the letter this afternoon, um, what matters most is the health and well-being of our kids. And we are absolutely focused on that they continue to grow academically, but really what we need to be doing as adults right now is, is taking care of their well-being. And, and so to Laura's point earlier, Friday is going to be a lot of fun, sort of take the pressure off of some of the the, the academic pieces and really have a, a chance for our community to come together out of joy and, and community. I like joy and community a lot, Jed. Thank you for that. And Laura, thanks for being with us and sharing all that. I'm excited by May 1. My pleasure. Thanks. All right. Have a great week, Laura. You too. Jed, thank you. Have a great week. Thanks, Jeremy. You too.